communication by design. It would be an interesting experiment to take a poll on which designer's work in the UK is most viewed and most widespread in influencing our behaviour. One's mind might race to the architecture that aspires to reach the skies above London, or the red carpet finery of Leicester Square premieres, or even the instantly recognisable lines of certain models of cars. The answer, however, is likely to be much more mundane. In the 1960s, Jock Kinnear and Margaret Calvert were given the design brief of standardising British road signs. The need for this had been evident for many years, as the complexity of road networks and motorways highlighted the deficiency of an evolutionary system which carried no agreed basis of meaning. The communications chaos that motorists suffered from was highlighted in 1961 by a graphic designer named Herbert Spencer who, in a two-part photo essay, documented every road sign he encountered from London to Heathrow Airport. The variety was dizzying and the impact potentially deadly as the purpose of the signs could be eclipsed by the distractions drivers faced in trying to interpret their different formats. What Kinnear and Calvert produced was a triumph of utility, clarity and service, a means of communicating purposefully and effectively. Everything about their work was well thought through, from the shapes of signs, circular for commands, rectangular for information, triangular for warnings. The fonts, they were initially criticised for using lower and uppercase rather than block capitals and illustrations. The work of just two people served to make the lie of the land immediately readable, providing a kind of common grammar for all road users. Reading the story of Kinnear and Calvert is inspiring in terms of human genius, but it also has some suggestive commentary to make on any form of communication. As a preacher, their basic priorities and stated principles as designers offer a few helpful guidelines about how to communicate by design. Number one. Intellectually rigorous, yet inclusive and engaging. These are the words used by the Design Museum to describe Kinnear and Calvert's work, and they are worth unpacking and considering. The simple diagram of two children crossing the road, a worker labouring with a shovel, or the immediately recognisable image of a narrowing road, represent an intelligence which is easy to overlook. In a world of disordered messages, these designs were effective because of the deep thought that preceded their simple expression. Circles, triangles and rectangles might seem basic to us today, but their understanding of human visual perception is profound. The approach of Kinnear and Calvert should be aspirational for all who are called to preach. Simplicity of expression and effectiveness of communication are almost always the result of deliberate and deep thought about the theme in hand. There is seldom public simplicity without private profundity, and clarity of communication often depends on diligent preparation. In terms of verbal communication, our world is often divided between superficiality and specialism, the one providing shallow entertainment and the other insisting on a blind acquiescence to anyone who can confuse us with technical jargon. Neither of these are options for the preacher. Our task is to connect the understanding of our hearers with our prolonged engagement with the scriptures to combine fidelity to scripture with empathy towards our hearers and the means by which they might better understand. This means that good communication and preaching is at once deep and accessible, rigorous, inclusive and engaging. This is no mean feat and our dependence on God to get this balance right is great. Number two, the responsible position of making things clear. Margaret Calvert was not only an excellent designer, but also an articulate verbal communicator. 
Her work could speak for itself, but she could also share compellingly about the code by which she fulfilled her design brief for the British road system. Reflecting on the work of designers, she acknowledged that many carried a creative and inventive spirit which had to be harnessed to get jobs done. In an interview, she once stated, If you've got a job that's to do with someone trying to find their way, you have the very responsible position of making things clear so that they can get from A to B quickly. And it's not about putting your personality into that particular design. This is such a telling statement, particularly in an age when the communication of personality often takes place in combination with, or in place of, the transmission of information. Calvert understood that her task was not to get in the way, but to be a channel by which others might see more clearly and move more easily. Many other jobs might have invited flair and personal eccentricity, but something as vital and potentially life-saving as a road network required discipline and the triumph of purpose over mere form. There are further parallels and lessons here for preaching. Ours is an incessantly expressive age, and words have become windows not to the soul, but to the marketable goods of who we want the world to believe we are. Statements are often locked into an inexorable feedback loop where everything points back to the individual rather than the quality of information they are supplying. To suggest abdication of this as a priority is tantamount to cultural blasphemy. There is, however, an element of this required in word ministry. Many preachers are familiar with the terms truth through personality, and there can be no doubt that a sermon delivered in the manner of a fax machine or text-to-speech, depending on your generation, is far from desirable. But neither is the opposite of this. As a preacher, I would be well advised to take a leaf out of Margaret Calvert's design book to determine that I will bear in mind at all times that I am aiming for clarity rather than highlighting my personality. Of course, if the message is burning in my bones as it ought, there will be an entailment and entanglement between who I am and what I am saying. But this is different from the showcasing that we have come to accept as normal. My work as a preacher is not to make the pulpit the place for my verbal gymnastics or for showcasing my vocabulary. Preaching is not a place for the minister to display his virtuosity, but a place for the soul unnerving responsibility of showing people the glories of Christ as Saviour and Lord. There is no place for histrionics or for phraseology which in any way is adrift from the task of directing people to faith, repentance and discipleship. Kinnear and Calvert succeeded in the task assigned to them, making uniform directions for road users which have stood the test of time. Their self-effacement, their focus on the task and their refusal to engage in distracting embellishment are testimony to their skill and humility. There is much in their approach to recommend itself to the preacher.